You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it is your turn. Yeehaw! <laughs> you got to yeehaw with the button on. Yeah, you got to put on the button. Otherwise, there's no yeehaw. It's like, hey, hello, oh, everybody. Yee. It's Dave's Corner Garage, and it's coming to you live and somewhat clear here on uh, Zoomer Radio. Exactly, and Facebook. And TSN, and whatever else we're going on. <laughs> and, uh, okay, let's talk about what we're going to be doing today. Today, we're going to be doing a couple of interviews. Uh, we're going to be talking to Mike Fowley this morning. Mike wrote a new book called The Spirit of the Place. And it's actually a picture book. It's a, what do you call it, a coffee table book. Right, and the place is Toronto. Toronto. It's actually beautiful. It's got old pictures, new pictures. You know, the old pictures of the exhibition. I still remember that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, the sunny side. And we'll talk to Mike in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking to Dom Viter. And Dom is actually the owner of Dom's Auto Wreckers. And we're going to talk about what's going on in the wrecking business. That's more correctly the recycling business. Recycling business. You know, I remember one days we used to just open the crankcase, let the oil on the ground. Exactly. Right. I mean, the more oil on the ground, the less less dust there was. And they don't. And you know what? They don't have junkyard dogs anymore. No. No. Apparently not. I don't know why. What happened there? Lawsuit, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put my hand in this time. Your dog bit me. Alan Campbell is going to join us. Alan is with Abuse Hurts, and we're going to talk about that. That's actually a subject that's pretty pretty heavy, so we kept that to the end of the show. I want to remind you that you can watch us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage. And we have a new contest. Mm-hmm. The contest is we're going to give you four Salem tires for your car or light truck. Right. All right, and uh, you know the the Salen is actually a great, great tire. super winter tire. I use them on my own car, and yeah. they, they're priced about half of what the big names are. I, re- it's, I run it on the race car. I've been running seasons with those things. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. And we're going to give you a car generator. You know, if the power goes out, well, uh, Jonathan's going to give you a car generator. Uh, they're they're light one for uh, the cold weather. So mm-hmm. that's the cold weather thing. All you and do the- is you pop the hood, you stick the k- jumper cables on, you run the cable to your house, and yeah. bingo, you got power. And the wife goes, well, that was okay. I would have rather stayed at a hotel, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I, I hear that a lot, too. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? I don't actually talk like that. Does she ever, ever give you a heck? Say, you, know, I, you know, I don't really talk like that. <laughs> no, they really do, though. <laughs> don't get involved. <laughs> I have learned to keep my mouth. <laughs> That's why all the women want me, because I've broken in. <laughs> and, of course, the folks from Crown are going to give you a complete Crown service. So You, you get got- the big spritz. Eh? Yeah, the big spritz. They you, spray you your whole car. The truth is, they're so busy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. And if you're hearing this on uh, what is this, the second or third of November? Yeah, you better get your make better, better make a phone call to get your winter tires put on. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Alan's going to walk us out. When we come back, Mike Fowley's going to be with us, and we're going to talk about all kinds of things other than cars. Exactly. And if you do have a car care question, you're welcome to give us a call. We've yes. got about a million years of automotive experience under our belts. One year at a time. This is Dave's Corner Garage. <laughs> we'll be right back. 
Alrighty, uh, it's Dave Gretinger here with Alan Gelman, and we have no guest in the studio except Mike Filey's on the phone. Mike, how are you? I'm good, but I'm not in the studio. I'm in my office. There you go. I didn't know you can have an office. No, Your wife let you have an office? People are listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's because the taxation people are listening, right? right, right? Yeah. You can write that off. Okay, Mike, we, first off, I want to congratulate you on your book, Toronto, A Place of... Uh, Spirit, Spirit of, of Place. place. Unbelievable. Yeah, a, a beautiful piece of work, uh, and I've, I've really got to compliment John McCory. Now, yes, I took part in the uh, in the creation of the book. In fact, the text, much of the text and the old photos, which is what I, I wallow in, really, yeah. the old photographs. But John is such a spectacular photographer, and I was a little surprised when he came to me because he's up in Ottawa, and he had read one of my... Uh, one of my books that deals with old photographs and said, how should you like to combine old and new? And, and initially, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. But when this book came out, I was absolutely floored with the uh, the color reproductions that John was able to do. It, it, and in fact, what it does, it uh, it shows off our city. And I've got to tell you, the mayor took a few copies when he did his European tour. And now some of my, our books are now residing in the mayor's offices of several cities in Europe. Fascinating. You know, those of you who don't know, Mike is uh, Toronto's best-known historian. We always come to him for uh, for facts and stuff like that. We were talking about electric cars the other day. Uh, Mike was telling me about this guy in uh, what was it, Long Branch, that was stealing electricity back in the back in the day. Yeah, because I write about Toronto history, that's what I concentrate on. It suddenly dawned on me that all this talk about hybrids and electric cars and all that that are coming down the pike, and of course, as Alan knows, they're the next thing that uh, people and mechanics are going to have to learn how to fix and work on. Mm -hmm. I went back to the old newspapers, and I'm looking at an ad now from 1901. 1901, where Toronto Electric Light Company, which was the early version of what we know know today as Toronto Hydro, they've got a big ad saying... (laughs) Buy an electric automobile, it costs less than a horse. <laughs> and they go through the, the the price of feed and the price of a driver for your uh, your carriage with the horse. So it, it just jumped off the page that this is not new technology. Well, technology perhaps is new, but these guys were running around with batteries that got 40 miles, a horse that got a few miles as long as you fed it. it it's just... It's just sort of uh, what's old is new again. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I remember when I was a kid, we used to have Bill the Milkman, and he had a, a horse pulling the carriage, and the horse would know the route. So he'd get out of the buggy, and the horse would walk over to the next house and wait for him. I mean, <laughs> an electric car can't do that. <laughs> well, they used to come down our street, that, uh, what was the name, Olive Farm Dairy, and we used to yell at the driver, your horse isn't going to make it much further because he just ran out of gas. <laughs> 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 Do you know, Mike, actually, and I, I noticed in your book, I mean, some of the, you know, because the history of Toronto predates actual photography, and you've got gorgeous uh, oil paintings um, as well. Yeah, let me get a, another plug-in before you kick me off the air. Okay. Uh, next Saturday, the 9th, John and I are going to be at Eglinton Square. There's a coal store that's been very good to me, uh, the coal store at noon, and we're going to be there hopefully signing books and not just telling people where the washroom is. I thought they stopped mining coal. Coles. Oh, oh, Coles, a bookstore. Okay, okay, okay. I'm surprised they're still around. I didn't think they were. Yeah, well, they're part of Indigo. Okay. Um, and there are a few of the coal stores, but Jennifer there has been very good uh, with with my books when they come out. So that's next Saturday at noon, Eglinton Square. And don't worry about the Eglinton Crosstown getting in your way because pharmacy is wide open. You know, 
just so it's easy to get out there. Yeah. Edmonton, come in and, and we'll chat about old Toronto. It's unbelievable. I think it's over five years now we're working on the subway. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just, just well, ridiculous. No, it's a light rail. Now, don't don't oh, fall into the it. trap of, of the former mayor. You know, subway, subway, subway. This is light rail. And when it's done, we'll all be happy. The problem is I'm not sure I'll be around to ride it when it's I done. I know that. Yeah, we were thinking back in 54 when they just cut a hole in Young Street, put the, the rails down, plugged it up, and it was done in a week. <laughs> Yeah, that, you know, we're talking Toronto history. That's an interesting point because by, even back then when they were building the Young Subway, they were supposed to be finished prior to Christmas of 53. Now, yeah. they didn't open until uh, March of 54. And what that created was all kinds of havoc with the people that ran the shops downtown because you couldn't get at them to buy Christmas gifts. And it's not like today where you just go to the plaza out in the suburbs. There were no plazas in the suburbs. You either did the Eaton, Simpsons, Northways, or you didn't know where to shop. So the fact that we run into problems trying to build stuff in this city, again, what's old is new again. Yeah, remember that it used to go to Davisville, and then it went, then it went all the way to Eglinton. Yeah, first, yeah, the first stop was up at four point six miles, and it terminated at yeah. at Eglinton from Union, and then they progressed, and then they stopped. Yeah. And you hear it all the time now, should never have stopped. Uh, and I'm not going to get into that argument, but, you know, you you can't just, a city doesn't grind to a halt because you don't uh, have money to build a subway. you got to build. Anyway, let me just go back for a moment, if I can. You mentioned the fellow out in uh, Long Branch, yes. uh, Mimico, a <laughs> guy by the name of Frederick Barnard Featherstone, huh? And That's the guy's he, name? Frederick? Yeah, F.B. Featherstone. I was a patent attorney. Mm -hmm. And when I were talking late 1800s, he bought the first electric car. And it was designed by a guy, a Torontonian by the name of uh, Still, if you can imagine. His surname was Still, mm -hmm. S-T-I-L-L. -L. And they created this battery-powered uh, electric car. Now, as today, you got to plug it in. I mean, it'll go so many miles, but then it yeah. runs out of juice. All right, Mike, what we're is... running out of juice. That's the problem. I don't know if you can hear the music in the background. Oh, oh, so when, when you come back, I'll, okay. I'll finish the story. All right, super. Thanks, Mike. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're running out of electricity, but uh, we will be back in just a moment. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're back. And on the phone, we've got Mike Filey, Toronto Histon historian. Histonian. Histonian, Histonian. Yeah. It's, it's a place for, in Europe. Eh? We come from. I come um, from Estonia. <laughs> he's written a book called The Toronto, The Spirit of the Place. And it's a beautiful picture book. I guess a coffee table book. Would you call it, Mike? Pretty much, yeah. Not hardcover. Can't afford to put it in a hardcover. Um, it's actually... What, over 200 pages? I forget the actual number yeah. of pages. Let me finish my story. Okay? Right, yeah, you, throw you out. right, you got a buddy who has a still, I think you were saying. That's right. Well, okay. Oh, his name is Still. Okay, okay, something like that. He got an electric car. Uh-huh. Everybody's look around town is looking at Fred driving his electric car, and then when he runs out of juice, out of power, what does he do? Well, he lives on Lakeshore Road, out at near the foot of what we now know as Royal York Road, mm -hmm. and out in front is uh, one of those radial cars, interurban streetcar lines that runs along Lakeshore, what's now Lakeshore Road, uh, Lakeshore Boulevard Road, anyway, in that area. So what does he do? He simply takes a long uh, length of copper wire, throws it over the overhead wire, and hooks it up to his battery. <laughs> and when the streetcar people aren't looking, he he removes some of their electricity, puts it into his battery, takes the wire down. And now, this is done in the middle of the night, mm -hmm. so nobody knows he's doing it. And he recharges his battery using the, the old streetcar line uh, power. Mike, we got to run. We love you. Yep. Uh, it's called The Spirit of the Place, Toronto, and you're going to be on Eglinton at the Coles 
Cold store in Eglinton Square next Saturday, 12 noon. Come by and we'll have a chat. Right. All right, great. Thank you. Lots okay. of luck with it. Yep, thanks. Okay, we're going to go to the phones and we're talking to Dennis, who has a question about warning lights. Dennis, good Dennis morning. Dennis Oshawa. How are you today, Dennis? Uh, pretty good, Lee. What's going on, you guys? Excellent. Oh, well, we're having fun. Well, I actually got two problems. So I bought my third Honda. I had two Accords, and now I got this uh, 2016 CRV. Mm-hmm. Thing is, I can't find the parking lot because. My other two cords were nice, bright red, and now I got this gray-colored CRV, and mm. half the cars out there are gray and they're CRV-looking. I can't find my car. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that they're all now buying SUVs and hatchbacks, and uh, it's it's completely changed the the appearance of the traffic. You well, know? Exactly. You see, in the old days, you had a radio antenna, and you could put a flower on top of it, yeah. and that's how you found your car. Yes, well, it's currently in my driveway, so I guess I know where it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey guys, question. So, you know, uh, got the car, uh, and uh, so after I had it for a couple of weeks, I had the uh, the uh, tire pressure monitoring system, little light, you know, thingy come on. Mm-hmm. Yep. I haven't read up on it yet. I just want to know, is that a big deal? Mm-hmm. If the light comes on? Yeah. Well, it means you've got a low tire. I mean, it, it's not rocket science otherwise. It, so it uh, means I've got low low. Little pressure in the tire. Yeah. Yes. Is it six pounds or three pounds? It only takes about three or four pounds three to actually pounds, trigger yeah. the light. Okay. Uh, um, and especially this time of weather, we get lots of phone calls because cause, because it's colder outside, obviously, yeah. the pressure is less and it triggers a whole lot of lights to come on. Okay. But if you do see the light, just do a quick walk around like you used to have to in the olden days, see if yep. you've got a tire flat. And if you don't, then you can actually take your car, go to a, a garage, a gas station, and, and get some air. Um, take your credit card because they charge you for that now. But you know, um, what? but what you need actually yeah. is you need to get yourself a digital tire pressure That's gauge. It, yeah. Because if you use those stupid big clunky ones at the gas station, you can't get the pressure close enough to put that light out. Understood. Okay, right. So yeah, I, I I would go down to uh, or buy a pump. You know, like you can buy a pump for twenty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, I've right? done that. Now the other thing is you've you've also lost a lot of the other features that come with that, which is traction control, yaw control. All these different features feed off that light. Okay. So if you don't do it and something, you know, you're losing a lot of, of the other features that come with it. Guys, the car came with some, well, it came with tires, obviously, but the gentleman who sold it to me says that, and it's from a Honda dealership too, and he says they're, they're, they're actually sort of like winners, so I wasn't quite sure. So the M&S? Is that what it says inside, M&S? Well, there's a brand name. Can I mention the brand name? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Lawson, and it says XFIT HT. Hmm, I don't, I don't know the tire. I mean, no. um, you know, there certainly have been some all-weather tires on the market. Um, I would Google the name and see if you can find yeah. it. But if it is, if it isn't actually an all-weather tire, then that's that's fine. You can use that all year round, mm-hmm. as opposed to an all-season tire, which is really just a three-season tire. Yeah, which you oh, can't. Gotcha. An all-weather tire. Yes, it has to say all-weather. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. If it's a winter tire, it'll have a little mountain on the side. Uh, it'll or it'll be say M and S on the side. But I would Google it to find out what the hell it is. You know? Is uh, this a good time of year to uh, get my rest uh, stuff done? I never had that done before. And I Absolutely. Done it already. You want to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Should have done it already. Take your car to Crown and uh, mention our name, and maybe they'll give you a bit of a discount. I Actually, got a Crown in Oshawa, so I'll go there right away. If, there you go. If you would have called in last week, we probably would have gotten you one. But when I hang up, <laughs> you get some little coupon anyway. <laughs> thank De- you very much. Dennis, thanks for calling in. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with more calls in just a moment. All righty. 
we're back, and uh, we have a question. We have Dom on, on the phone. Actually, we have from- Dominic Viter from Dom's Auto Parts on the line with us. Dom, are you in Oshawa? Yes, I am. Dom, we have a question. It says Dom's Auto Parts is a third generation family owned business. So were they all Dom's? Was uh, your no, father grand- a Dom? And then- <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather was Dom. My dad was Mickey. And I'm Dom, and my son, who's out here today working with me, is in the office there. His name is Dustin. There you go. So, <laughs> interesting. It's interesting. How is business, by the way? In, in the, in the, it's not Wrecking Yard anymore. What's it going on? The recycling, recycling industry. Yard. Yeah, we talked about it before, recycling. We are the original recyclers. We've been doing it. Uh, that's what our industry uh, bases are, how we do our business. And we're proud of uh, being original recyclers before recycling was, uh, was uh, you know, a big a big thing like it is today, and, and we were the originals. Exactly. You know, you, you talk about things like water pumps and alternators or back then generators and yeah. starters. You could rebuild those, and, and instead That's of throwing easy, them yeah. out to scrap, they could get fixed. Well, that today, today our consumer goods is a throwaway world, and uh, we, uh, we take OEM parts off of vehicles we bring in, and, and the best reuse is to put them on cars and reuse them. Well, in a lot of cases, you guys actually dismantle the vehicles, do you not? We do. We we depollute. We call it depolluting. We drain and properly handle the cars and uh, prep them and, and clean the parts for resale. And uh, that, that is the best way to uh, for the circular economy. It's the best way to uh, keep things going in this, this this day and age. Dom, is there a market out of the country? Like, do you you sell stuff away from the from Canada and out in other areas? Yeah, there's a there's a, there's a ton of guys out there. Companies that are buying and shipping uh-huh. uh, to other countries, container loads of parts. We sell to them. We don't. Ship directly ourselves, but we sell to the uh, to the shippers. So here's my real question: Is you have pull at your own parts? People come in, they pay a fee, and they can take anything they want off your car. Yep, we have we have a seventy acre facility here. Uh, one side of it is the is the self serve U pull, open seven days a week. Uh, people come in, save a ton of money, pull their own parts. Backyard mechanics, families, women. We, we have them all coming out here. And the other side, the Dom's Auto Parts side, is the full serve, and, and people pick up their parts. We have them ready for them, and we service the mechanical and body shop uh, repair business. Any great stories on the U-Pull? Well, yeah, we've had some, we've had some dandies. We have uh, all-you-can-carry days where people come in and pay a, a $100 fee, and they can take out as many parts as they can carry over a, a 20-foot span. And we've had guys come in here hauling out motors, differentials on their shoulder, and yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. we've, had some, uh, we've had some fun. No, normally, how do you price the the the, um, the U pull lot? We have a like a price menu mm-hmm. on our website, parts for less U pull, and and all alternators and all mirrors all have their own individual prices. Right, uh, and people love it. They, they pay a fraction of of the new cost, and uh, people love it. It's a, it's a great way to save money and keep your car on the road. I love when you said mirrors. I mean, I've seen mirrors for two thousand dollars. Well, exactly because the new mirrors have cameras in them, uh, <laughs> yeah. lots of toys in there. Well, you know, with with crash warning systems in vehicles these days, uh, there's a there's a very expensive to maintain and keep your car on the road. So, we sell sensors and modules and xenon headlights. You know, they're two three thousand dollars new. You can buy them for a fraction of that uh, at our place. Fascinating. Now, most of the parts are tested and come with some kind of warranty. They do. Uh, we have extended warranties. Our base warranty here is sixty days. We have extended warranties and and we back up our product. Uh, we have a good group of people here, good salesmen and, and, and uh, good employees. Now, one of the things we are talking about here also is that you actually take in the vehicles that are given to uh, Abuse Hertz, the donated vehicles, and, yep. and you process those. Talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we partnered up with uh, Alan and, and the people at Abuse Hertz a, a couple of years ago to try and raise awareness and funds for them. 
and get cars off the road safely and have them managed responsibly. And that's, uh, that's what we profess we do. Um, and we resell the parts when we can. And the rest of the cars are, are recycled and sent out for uh, aluminum, copper, steel, uh, that sort of thing. And, the, and the, the, the people at Abuse Hertz do great things, and we're proud to be working with them. And, Dom, how do the people direct, uh, how do they get in touch with you guys directly? Well, they, the best way is to go on the Abuse Hertz uh, website, uh-huh. uh, www.abusehertz.ca. And all the information is there. If they have any questions, they can call any of the participants, which are on the website as well. And we'd be happy to answer any questions about what we do. And how we do it. And uh, if I have a garage in the city of Toronto and I'm looking for parts, how do I get a hold of you? You can call us here at, uh, at our Oshawa, just outside Oshawa location at 1-800-481-7272. And our guys are ready to help out. And you ship and deliver right through the Golden Horseshoe. Right through the GTA and Golden Horseshoe. I love yes. it. Dom, thanks for the great work you do. Thanks, thanks guys. All right, enjoy your weekend. And you can Thank go home now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dom. Thank you very much. All righty. Uh, it's interesting because they do take cars in for donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they get decent cars and they'll resell them and then the money goes to abuse hurts. And that's, that's, that's a great a cause. Absolutely. Let's go back to the phones. All uh, right. We got Doug in St. Catharines who's got a fusion. Maybe he needs a headlight. Uh, he can he go out fusion. to Dom's in, <laughs> in Oshawa. <laughs> what can we do for you, Doug? Good morning. Hey. Uh, as, a, as you say, I've got a 2009 fusion and last week, uh, about seven to eight days ago, the alarm came in saying, check your front right headlight. Yeah. Uh, it was not on, but a couple of days. Oh, well, we lost them. We seem to have lost them. Some electrical malfunction. He's probably going to tell you that the module's gone. Well, it's, it's hard to say. I, I don't, you know, in a lot of cases nowadays, I mean, not only do you have to replace the part, but you have to tell a computer that you have replaced the part because those are old style computers weren't smart enough to really know that. Have you ever run into that, Dave? You know what? Yes. And I used to hit it with a hammer and it worked just fine. Oh. <laughs> Actually, every time my wife's car broke down, it was always, I don't know, my husband's a mechanic. So I got fed up and I bought her a brand new car and now it's the dealer's problem. <laughs> but actually, we just had that same thing. We had a Honda come in and it wasn't very old. And the yeah. guy says, the back window stopped working. And uh, we had to use the BFH on it. Yes, you know? the big F and hammer. Yes. Yeah, and we got the window working, and the guy says, "Well, you charged me ten bucks. So you told me all you did was hit it with a hammer." I said, "Yes, but it took years of knowledge." That's an old television. <laughs> no, a refrigerator <laughs> one. Actually, you have to know where to hit it. You have to know where to hit it exactly. Right. So um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll try and figure out our electronic problems, and uh, we'll pa- be on the phones with uh, Ellen Campbell. All right, pass me the hammer, would you? Here we go. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. We're back, and uh, we have Ellen Campbell on the phone. Ellen is actually with um, Abuse Hertz. And, uh, Ellen, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Wonderful. How are you today? You know what? My policy is any day I wake up is a great day. Amen. I yeah. get that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Ellen, you got yeah. some news about a, a contest we're doing? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Share it with us, then. Oh, well, it's not a contest. It's just that we're doing a big toy drive. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're doing a big toy drive. Uh, we support hundreds, maybe up to thousands, I would say, when it's all said and done. Women and children um, coming out of shelters or Children's Aid or um, any of the agencies that work with abused women and children. Mm-hmm. And so we are collecting toys, cash, it's always king, Uh gift cards, 
anything that someone might want to donate, I mean, they can just go on our website and find out more information about it. But we would love to have any of your listeners that want to participate or maybe they want to do an event because, um, you know, different companies are looking to do stuff at Christmas time for a charity. So certainly we would be very grateful if they'd like to do something for us. So it's almost like we used to do like food drives where we would bring a can of food to work and that sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And if, you know, if you do it at your company, for instance, we're happy to come and pick it up. Um, the meat is great. Uh, we just did um, one of our programs, as you know, Dave, is makeovers where the women come in and they get their hair and their makeup and their nails and mm-hmm. outfits and they have a great day, hot lunch. And we just did eight women from First Nations women. And, you know, these women, when you hear the stories of what's happened, some of them were human traffic, some of them domestic abuse, like serious, you know, abuse and physical abuse. And one lady, she just wanted a winter coat and her house had just burned down. I mean, there's just so much. And at Christmas time, of course, it's even worse. So we're trying. We always give stuff to the kids, but then we always put packages together for the mom. So the shelters and everybody sends us lists of what they need and and we, we fill them. We We can always use someone to sponsor a family, just. I'll give you the ages of the children and you can just go out and shop yourself. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a great time of year for a lot of us, but for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's the roughest time of year. I, you know, one thing we, we always talk about is not just women and children. It's also older folks, elder yes. abuse, and it's abuse, also yeah. men are being abused also. Absolutely. So Absolutely. These are areas yeah. that, you know, nobody wants to talk about it, but it's actually happening. You know, we're one of the few agencies that help men. We we run two men's groups, and we've done 26 conferences on male victimization. So, and yeah, domestic abuse of men is is becoming more and more prevalent. I don't know. I think it's always been there. I think it's just more and more people are talking about it. What um, and when people want to find out more information or want to um, you know donate, how do they find you? Just go to our website, abusehurt.ca. So abusehurts.ca, okay. And, and mention that there's with Zoomer. Mm-hmm. Uh, a call out to Colleen. She listens to you every morning, oh, okay. uh, Dave, and she she donated a car. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the car program is our number one fundraiser for uh, throughout the year. Exactly. And, um, if you if you got a rusty old thing and you're sitting in your driveway and that you you'd planned on restoring, but it's not maybe it's not going to happen. Now's a good time to clean that And it's that deductible from your income tax, but people don't realize that when you get a receipt from Ellen, mm-hmm. that comes off your income, right? and you pay less tax on it. So whatever ta- taxable level you're at, that's what's how much you're going to be saving. Yeah, and it costs them nothing. We send a tow truck within 24 hours to pick up the car. And if the car is worth more, like um, one of the cars that came through was a, a Volvo in really good shape. So... Mm-hmm. Gets, gets a higher tax receipt. Um, so it, it just depends. Lots of times it is scrap, and it's just the value of mm-hmm. weight of the scrap. Mm-hmm. You also take cars and motorcycles, too, I understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, we're, uh, and we have, uh, it's, there's a 1-800 number. I, I think you guys give it out. one 855 Right, right. And someone always picks up, and we can pick up your call car right away just need your ownership mm-hmm. and a form filled out so this form has been great at this uh, fundraiser and we're really grateful to dom and you know uh, dom's auto and dan 
um, with 404. Um, they're the major sponsors of the advertising. And we have other guys on as well throughout the year. And uh, it's, it, it's uh, this is the time of year people are getting rid of their cars, too, as you know. Well, yep. exactly, because it's in the driveway. They can't plow it properly. And uh mm-hmm. license it. Yeah, and then, and it's a beautify your neighborhood by getting rid of that old clunker sitting there. Ellen, thank you for calling in. Thank you for your support. Really appreciate it. We'll work on it. We'll see what we can put together okay. for you. Thanks thank you a lot. Thank okay. you so much. Right, one more time, Bye. I want to give the number if you've got a car you want to donate. It's one eight five five two three four five six seven seven. Right. Let's go to the phone. We have Caroline from Uxbridge. Uxbridge. What's going on in Uxbridge this morning, Caroline? Oh, everything's fine, thank you. Dreary and cold, but anyway. Living the dream, eh? Yeah, right. I'm <laughs> heading for a beach, I hope, soon. <laughs> at least you okay. weren't out trick-or-treating. Oh, no. I, I was over at the kids' house, though, and they went out anyway. It didn't bother them. No, they're strong. <laughs> That's because they got a lot of candy back. <laughs> That's right. Can't pass that up. All right, so you've got a Dodge Journey. What's going on with it? Well, it's the key fob, mm-hmm. or the alarm went off this morning. It's in the garage. Right. Nothing's going on at the time, and it starts. You know, and it. Um, I was trying to just push the, you know, the panic button to turn it off. And right. And on and on, it would stop, and then it would start. So, anyway, I'd, I wonder, would it mean the batteries are dying in these... Uh, fobs or something well if you're hitting if, if you can stand you know 30 feet away from your car and hit lock and unlock and see that the you know the headlights flash or whatever they do then that's not going to be the case i mean not to say that the batteries don't wear out uh-huh they do and they're quite inexpensive you can just go to a dollar, do- store. dollar store and it, it's it's like a watch battery inside yeah and you can you can pop your- it open and change it yourself exactly no oh. special tools required okay. um but that's not going to make the alarm go off no so no why would it go off in most cases, uh, there is a tamper switch that is either beside the hood latch or built into the front hood latch um, because it, it, it wants to know if somebody's trying to tamper with your car, perhaps, you know, trying to get into the engine compartment or steal your battery. Oh. And in a lot of cases, because of talking about weather, um, mm-hmm. the salt and the water and, the, and, and corrosion, it gets to that latch, which is exposed for the most part. Oh, it's outside the car. Well, it's yeah. it's inside the hood, but it, there, there's really no protection oh, from the I weather. See. Okay. So, so what you have to do is take it into a local shop that you deal with and ask them to check that. What they'll do is they'll pop the hood, look and see if there's a switch there or if there's a wire coming out of the actual latch. And what you can do in the short term is just disconnect that switch, oh. Okay. okay. All I have to do is unplug it and then, you know, leave it for a couple of days and see if that corrects your alarm going off in the middle of the night. I mean, it it did it a few months ago once uh-huh. and then this morning. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping it's not going to go off again today. Right, right, right. So, okay. Right. Um, you know, I would just, one thing, just try, open and close the hood and slam it shut. See oh, if, really? See what happens there. Okay, well. All right. I'll get my son-in-law over here, I think, to help me with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the greatest around cars, you know. If something's wrong, even opening the hood is... I know my husband had trouble opening it before. Uh So if he had trouble opening it, I would probably never get it open. So how do you put the blue stuff in? Oh, well, I haven't had to do that yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Caroline, thanks. Have yourself a lovely weekend, and uh, good luck with your issue. Thanks for your help. Take care. And and good luck on your journey. I hope it takes you south. Me too. All right, take care. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. 
Okay, you know, uh, we heard the commercial for Alan here fixing cars. Yes, I'm much more handsome in person than I am on the radio. And my wife actually goes to Alan. <laughs> yes, and I was able to please your wife. Yes, with my credit card. <laughs> we got a couple of recalls I wanted to talk about. Uh, first off, General Motors is recalling uh, the Silverado and the Sierra trucks. Because? Because the cover that they're supplying for the bed is flying off. You mean that cover, the yeah. tonneau cover yeah, kind there of thing? apparently is a problem with the tonneau cover. Right. So if you happen to have a 19 or 20 uh, Silverado or Sierra, contact your dealer because you may be seeing something fly down the highway and you don't know what the hell it was. Now, let's say you have a tonneau cover and you're trying, to find, you're trying to find the truck it belonged to. <laughs> exactly. How do you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> General Motors also in the news for the Chevrolet Trax, mm-hmm. which is that one that they build in Korea. 14,000 of these things are out there, and the lower control arms could break off because of poor welds. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, where'd that wheel go? Yeah, exactly. That's the car you see in the side of the road, and you're going, how come one's pointed west and the other one's pointed east? That actually does happen. You know, I've seen yeah. a wheel come off a car, guy pull over, and the wheel would just come up to him. Really? So if you've got one of these vehicles, it's important yes. to uh, check with your dealer. And uh, if you're not sure if your car is covered, if you just go to Transport Canada website. Yeah, you put in your serial you number. punch huh? in your serial number, which is that 17-digit number, and it'll tell you what It's called a are- VIN GM again in the news, uh, 5,000 Chevrolet Malibu midsize sedans are being recalled because the engine uh, software is incorrect, and that's the 1.5 turbo diesel, Mm -hmm. turbocharged engine, not diesel. So again, if you have an 18 model, uh, there's a problem there. And Ford isn't, we're going to talk about Fords. There's a problem with the Explorer, which we used to call the Exploders. Exploder, exactly. We used to call them Exploders. 300,000 Exploders are out there. There's a part on the seat that's come loose, and you can cut yourself if you're trying to move the power seat back and forth. Okay. Oh, really? So don't be playing under the seat. There's already been 30 hand injuries been reported. Contact your local Ford dealer and see if you have a problem. Exactly. By the way, recalls, you know, we talk about recalls. They're not a bad thing. They're actually a product update. And I always congratulate manufacturers for stepping up and fixing it rather than denying it. In the, right. old, days, in the old days, used to say, isolated incident. I never heard of that Never before. heard of it. <laughs> You're the only guy in the world with this problem, Right. Uh, and by the way, the Takata airbag systems, uh, it's still going on, the recalls on that. Uh, there's been no deaths lately, but I think eight or nine people actually lost their lives. Exactly. So if you've got a car, and, and again, you go to Transport Canada or your manufacturers. Yes. Like if you've got a Ford, you go to Ford.ca or whatever, and um, it'll say, you know, rebate uh, recalls. All you do is punch in your serial yeah. number. Don't be naive. Just yeah. make sure that you know what's going on. Because or, it's going to be free, right? Yeah. You know, we always say RTFM, read the F in manual. Right. Uh, in the manual, there is phone numbers where you can actually call, and they can actually tell you if your car is covered by a recall or not. If you're buying a used car, you have rights to a recall. So that's the same thing. There's trying to bring out a law in the States that you can't rent a car or sell a car without the recalls being addressed. Right, except they have too many of them. That's the problem. Yeah, but there is a, that's what they want to bring out. Right, so it's not just the original owner. So if you if you yeah. bought a, a car secondhand or thirdhand, mm-hmm. you, you are still able to get those recalls completed. It's, and I was surprised some of them are like go back 10 years. Really? Yeah, things like gas tanks, fuel tanks, safety mm-hmm. items, they'll go back 10 years on, on, on recalls. Well, uh, especially right. like you mentioned, they're safety items for the most part. Yep. And uh People's and lives can. Uh, before we go, I want you to enter our contest. Uh, you have to go on Facebook, and you're going to have to follow us on Facebook, and you have a chance to win four tires, 
uh, a crown rust protection package, and a car generator. I mean, that's just good stuff. This is... Exactly. The foul weather's coming. You know, it's been nasty out the last few days. I'm just trying to figure out. It's probably $1,000 worth of stuff. In fact, this morning on the radio, <laughs> I heard that uh, there were still thousands of people that, that didn't have power at, at parts of the province. And the last thing we're going to tell you is seven degrees. When the average temperature is seven degrees, it's time to put on your winter tires. You notice I said winter tires, not snow not tires? Not snow tires, exactly. <laughs> um, that Because the rubber is made softer, it's more pliable. You got winter tires? I do have winter tires. I never have anything like that. You don't put winter? Well, because you spend the winter in Florida. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I never have anything like that. So I want to thank our guests. We want to thank uh, Ellen Campbell from... Uh, yeah. From Abuse Hurts. And if you've got a vehicle you want to donate, you can call her at 1-855-234-5677. Not even a vehicle. If you've got anything you want to donate, I think I would call her up. I mean, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs and see some of the stuff we have. And uh, you got a whack of junk in your garage. What basement. else are you going to take? I never go to the basement. <laughs> I want to thank Dom Vitier from uh, Dom's Auto Parts out in Oshawa for joining us. And, of course, Mike Filey, who's written that great book. And next Saturday, he's going to be out at the Kohl's store yep. signing autographs. All right, keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.